right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Get Unstuck, Live Happy and Free. This is your host, Rick, and I'm going to get right into it here today. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we're going to jump in with our guest in just one minute here. Um, but do uh, move the kids out of the room. We do curse once in a while here. We are adults all struggling through this thing called life. And I hope if you're here, um, you're not in such a terrible mood. Um, I hope that... Um, Things are going okay or getting better, but if you are in the shits of things and the crap has hit the fan, uh, we are here to help you get unstuck, live happy and free with tips and advice and personal experience um, that just comes from being human. You're the same as everybody else, even though you may not feel like it right now. Um, do check out our links in the uh, podcast description. Support, um, you buy us a coffee, that would be great. I appreciate it immensely, um, as well as um, go to redbubble.com and uh, search there for Studio 17 Designs. That's the number 17 and letter Z at the end, Studio 17 Designs. They've got a great inspirational collection. Quick, click on their inspirations collection. You'll find lots of um, cool and fun stuff there and lots of, uh, actually lots of good gifts I've given to people too. So let's just get right into this and bring our guest on in today. We really appreciate guests coming on and giving us their time and their life experience. Um, they're all humans, just like you and I, they've been through tough things in life. And the reason we love having everybody come on from different backgrounds and different life experiences is that hopefully what they share with you, the audience and me as the host will help you get unstuck, live happy and free. And I'm really excited to have our guests here today. So as always, I'll let them introduce themselves and give their name and where they're calling in from and actually what they're up to these days. How are you doing, guest? Hiya, how are you? Good. This is Brittany. <laughs> yeah, it is indeed. All right. Where are you calling in from? Brittany, you sound like I think I heard an accent. Yeah, so I'm originally actually from New Jersey, um, but that's not where I am now. Um, I've oh. been living in Ireland since 2010. Wow. So the accent really, yeah. it uh, assimilates to you. It rubs off on you, I guess. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't hear it in myself anymore, like especially in the New Jersey accent. And I was proper, proper New Jersey, but um, anybody else is like, you're not from Ireland. I'm like, nope. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, but you mean people in Ireland, they say they can tell. Yeah, you know? they can hear oh. it. Yeah. And if it's not American, they usually say either Canadian or Australian. But oh. I don't know what I sound like. So you sound great to me. It. That's all I can say. It sounds great. <laughs> over here. I, I'm a big fan of accents and everything. And actually, when I spent time in England, I found that just being there for not very long, you do start to talk like the people around you. You do. And yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah. It's funny. And I, I sometimes thought like, Ooh, I hope I'm not like uh, insulting people, but it's just, yeah. I don't know. You start to talk like that. So obviously you do. even if we go down to the Northern part of Ireland, mm. like my wife is like, Oh God, I dread going down there because I will come home with the Northern accent. And she's like, drives her absolutely insane. She's like, how do you do that? Like it just happens. I don't know. <laughs> wow, that quickly. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. funny. When I was driving through uh, the states on one of my cross country trips, um, and in the south, uh, I won't I won't tell the story, but basically, um, that was happening to me, and I was talking with a southern accent, and I got. <laughs> pulled over by a cop um oh jesus and, yeah just for uh, i don't i don't even know what it was for nothing bad or anything a taillight or something like that and you know and i was talking to him with that accent and then you know he looked at my driver's license and it was from up north 
and then he's oh God, so, you know yeah. he sort of he was like are you messing around with me are you making fun of me or what i was like, well, dude, like no, I what? Swear. yeah and then i was like oh crap i really promise i'm not so yeah you probably do you ever run into that over there people are like hey you're no. trying to be like me <laughs> i don't think i've ever actually had that problem and hopefully i never do but it, I, now saying that if i come home from the north of ireland and i do it up here people are like you have to be putting that on but no, I don't think I've ever actually ran into that problem. Hopefully, I never do because I wouldn't right. like somebody to think I'm insulting them. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that that was my thing. Well, it sounds like you're a sensitive person, uh, aware of your surroundings, and um, that's a great thing because that yeah. that definitely helps with uh, you know getting through some of life's struggles. And uh, regardless, does, yeah. yeah, regardless of what folks do you know, we all go through uh, things that are difficult and whether that's, you know, in our personal life or in our business life, whatever it is, we all get stuck, yeah. you know, and have some bad times. Um, and Absolutely. I know, um, you know, you've written a book, an autobiography, uh, I think that pertains to a lot of that. Um, so does, I yeah. def definitely want to ask you about that. And um, maybe this, you know, leads right into that. You know, I always start out just by asking guests, um, you know, when you think about it for a second and you, you think, God, when was, you know, there were times in my life where I was just like, this is it. I am fucking done, you know, or yeah. this job or this relationship or just with life. And you're standing on the edge, you know, of that proverbial bridge ready to jump off. Cause you just like, can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. you know, it's, it's not an uncommon thing. I've, you know, been there, done that. So it's like, um, I always just, uh, you know, like to ask uh, my guests, you know, what are some of those times? Hopefully there's not a lot of those times, but I'm sure there are times like that. Um, and maybe there's some, some major ones for you, but what things come to your mind as far as like, geez, yeah, I, here was one of those times. Uh, and what did you do to try and make it better and get out of it? Yeah, so um, I've probably been through a lot more than uh, my fair share of what I would have liked to have kind of had test me, if you will. Mm. Um, you know, I come from family dysfunction. So I think from the word go, really, um, I was not like predetermined the sort of trauma I would endure. But, um, you know, it was a certain deck of cards I was dealt, so to speak. Mm. But um, there was definitely been a, a few times where I've been in situations um, you know, one of the major, major ones would be um, I was in an abusive uh, situation at a very young age. I was only um, 15 entering it and mm. I was 19 when I was actually able to kind of escape from it. But, you know, even 11 years later, I'm still dealing with the I'm sure. kind of after effects um, but I, I, I've tried, you know, in a sense to deal with the bad and turn it into something good. Um, you know, I was so naive when I was younger, as I, I am sure so many people are. Yeah. But this particular situation that I was in was very, very volatile. It was a relationship at the start. It didn't last as a relationship for very long. But what had happened was I was um, I was escaping my mother's alcoholism at home. So I thought mm. I was the adult in the situation so I moved out so mm. when I had moved out I was essentially stuck in the situation whether I was in a relationship with the person that I was living with or not and I felt such a way that I felt as though I couldn't leave I couldn't escape mm. you know and it got so bad there were so many times that um you know I I, I literally I would I was drinking 
to try and just drink myself into a death or drink myself into something that wasn't I was trying to drink the that reality, wasn't reality right? right there you go that yeah wasn't reality. you know yeah very obviously so, common yeah for for us to and it's such that. a big thing yeah mm-hmm. you know it's such a big massive thing especially when you're young because my mother suffers with alcoholism mm-hmm. and the one thing I never wanted was to do that you know so mm-hmm. it just goes to show you that a lot of the times people will numb themselves in any way shape or form that they really can to escape mm-hmm. the reality and that Absolutely. was my situation Mm -hmm. well it's a tough one to start out with you know at a young age um and uh i have grandparents that were alcoholics and um i was lucky to discover a a group in the states um called al-anon which is for friends and family members and uh it's yeah what a wonderful organization that is so it is absolutely i actually i go to it here as well and it's it's, it's, okay great it really is a godsend it really really is is. and they do virtual meetings and everything so anybody you know is out there listening and you're like "Hmm, what's that or i never heard of it you know, it's for anybody who is affected by, you know, a friend or family member, uh, you know, who has that drinking problem, um, because so many people around them suffer. So just do some Googling yes. for Al-Anon, just the way it sounds, A-L-A-N-O-N, I guess, .org is probably their website. Um, but you'll yeah. find chapters and it can be totally private and anonymous. And it's very, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a wonderful thing thing to uh just go and sit and listen and hear others and know you're not not alone um but at a young age um i'm guessing uh, you didn't have a lot of support like that around you or resources or or no things like that so no uh gosh what were your steps in uh you know i mean how did you recovering yeah (laughs) how did you get out of it number one or summon that courage or just figure that out uh, number and then number two how did you go about trying to you know move on from it or process what, what had been yeah absolutely so I mean essentially as I said that was one of the bigger things I went through I, I, I went through other stuff as well and mm. one being um I was I went through a sexual assault as well when I was only 13 so that was something mm. else that kind of shaped my teenagers if you would so yeah I suppose when I turned 19 I was still in the situation it was a really shitty time and it was just kind of one of these things where I never had the courage and I'm, I'm a firm believer for anybody that's listening, you really need to have the courage to be able to, or the strength, maybe would be the better word, to like be ready to leave the situation, if you will. Yeah. So I was fortunate enough um, at the point when I did escape the situation that I was actually in a relationship with my now wife. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was one of these things where we met out of the blue and and it really it was I'm not a religious person but I know that God put us together for a reason and it's so bizarre because she watched everything happen and she was the only person who was consistent and you really do need a really really solid solid support system when you're going through something like this and only for Anya I am where I am today she somehow I don't know what it was she kind of kept a distance but would would advise me to a certain extent not even she'd fight for me more Mm. do you know what I mean there's no point in Mm -hmm. saying she didn't fight for me because she was the strength that I needed Mm. and um you know I was strong enough in 2010 to be able to actually see the whole situation for what it was and realize and I know now myself that if I hadn't have left exactly at that very moment that I did I would not be sitting here today Mm. I know that as a matter of fact and I can say it with all certainty throughout me 
and anybody else who knows the situation could as well and there's so many people out there who don't realize the the dangerousness um you know it took a long time to heal I haven't fully healed yet but writing my autobiography was always a dream and I think after I come out of this situation being able to sit down and put my pen to paper and express what I endured to hopefully like help somebody else because that's the reason why I did what I did you know I, I advocate I wrote my book to help somebody else I mm-hmm. I mean the sales are nice and all but that's not why I'm doing what I'm doing I mm-hmm. have the the sheer goal of changing lives by sharing my story because you know like yourself there's so many people that suffer in silence and mm-hmm. we all know somebody yeah and, and there's strength in numbers but people Absolutely. really underestimate that yeah well it's great that um you know, I mean, you are automatically doing things that, you know, I always talk about on, on the show, um, you know, that uh, can help people, you know, get happier yeah. you know, or get unstuck. I mean, you're, you're doing something, you know, for others, you know, you're contributing to the greater good out there. You're, you're leaving behind a legacy, you know, that can never yeah. be taken away. You're telling your truth. You're verbalizing what's in inside of you. You're journaling in the biggest way you can by writing a book. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's all, Absolutely. These, all these great things that you're doing automatically um, that I, I would guess um, are, beneficial and have been beneficial to you um as you've been going through this process yes yeah absolutely now i'm not going to say it was easy i was always i was always a big fan of writing don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. and the weird thing about the whole situation is i knew i wanted to write my autobiography or a book rather from i was say around 12 or 13 so it's so strange Mm -hmm. because i had an experience you know what i experienced after Mm -hmm. that age but Mm -hmm. um i people really don't understand the power of writing and and um, just using our voices. I mean, in a day where, I mean, let's face it, social media is is <laughs> is the go-to now. Yeah. If somebody else sees another person, it, let's let's pretend that celebrities don't exist for a second, and um, let's yeah. just talk about normal people. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody else goes on and sees a normal human being that's like them, you know, that comes from a similar or maybe not even a similar background, right. uh, and they see them having the strength to talk then that's all that they need. You know, yeah. um, I found that, I found that the way I, I tried to say get unstuck was to write my story down and to make sense of it. Because I think a lot of things uh, probably don't make sense until we look back at it and we can mm-hmm. try and, yeah. you know, be like, right, why did this happen? You know, I don't yeah. have a why for everything for me, but, um, you know, writing my book, you know, and the feedback I've gotten so far is it has definitely proved that I did the right thing with writing my book. And, you know, I did doubt myself for a long time. You know, even I still wake up those mornings. I'm like, oh God, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. But um, I'm proud of myself because at the end of the day, I'm kind of speaking for the, the people like me. That, Absolutely. You know, that, that I didn't know that I needed when I was younger. And, you know, another actual great resource just worth mentioning that you mentioned Al-Anon is something called ACOA. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's, it's American based, really. Um, it's adult children of alcoholics. Yeah. Now you can actually get groups on Facebook and stuff. And that was a great outlet for me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, about two years ago. And I think that helped me a lot because it helped me make sense of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, anybody who's struggling even just not with alcoholism, it's, it's kind of for everybody 
walk of life's family dysfunction, you know, addictions, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a safe haven. And, you know, you go there and you write your post. And I swear to God, you, you really don't realize how many people actually relate to. Right. And for me to find support like that is what I needed 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm 30 now, but I'm glad that I found it now because yeah. um, it's a lonely place when you don't have that support. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it, uh, I bash social media a lot just because of, you know, the negative things that, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Comparison, but there is certainly a huge amount of value in it when it's used the right way and by the right people and for the, you know, good, good intentions. So, yeah, I mean, you know, searching Facebook or Clubhouse or, you know, any forums and so on, just, to go in there and even just start reading. So, you know, for listeners out yeah. there, you know, who are feeling alone, I mean, just start, you know, looking at, you know, other posts that people are putting up or reading stuff in forums. You don't have to jump in. You don't have to, you know, say, hi, I'm this person, but, you know, you can yeah. like sit in the back of the room, quote unquote, you know, and just read and just yeah. read and stuff. And, you know, you'll slowly start to realize oh yeah i understand that or oh yeah that's gee that's just the same thing you yeah. know that occurred to me or happened to me or whatever and um you know that's just uh, uh you know a first step in in the direction of that healing that that we yeah. all really need because i mean who the hell has had an absolute 100 percent perfect childhood that you know left yeah. no scars whatsoever i don't think that i don't think there's a human being alive that has that you know um yeah. you know all of our pain is it comes in different shapes and sizes, but it's still painful to that person. You know what I mean? Whether you're rich or poor or black or white or gay or straight or male or, or whatever, you know, it's like stuff hurts you, you know, regardless. Yeah. Um, so it's, um, and your trauma is valid. I think people really yeah. don't understand, you know, just because somebody goes through one thing and maybe you've experienced a little bit less or, or worse, it's still trauma and it's still yeah. valid. I I hate this whole thing of people. Oh, well, your trauma is not as valid as mine. Mm -hmm. Hold on a minute. (laughs) You know, so it's like, hold on a minute now. Do you really want to go down that path? It's like social media comparison, but in the opposite direction, you know, not like, oh, I got a better house than you or I'm richer than you. No, it's like, well, I got hurt more than you, whatever. And yeah, it's, you know, it's a shame that that's part of our human instinct, that whole comparison thing. Um, And uh, actually for, for yourself, you know, when, you know, you started to process these things and, and write them down, um, you know, I, I know from, from my own experience, you know, writing or whether that's in the form of journaling or posting or whatever it is, like you say, it helps you to start make sense of events yeah. that have occurred um, because you can Absolutely. start to see this. You can even kind of structure it in a little bit of a way, you know, because when you're yeah. in, when you're in that kind of that whirlwind of all this crap going on, there is no structure. There is no order. It's just chaos all the time. It's and, a chaos and it's yeah. a mess. And it's just, you don't even understand. Yeah. I, I couldn't actually agree with you more there. And I bet when you have gone back and read your autobiography, you know, the published version, the finished version of it, it probably helps you a bit more, right? To think about yeah, it, it or realize things, uh, you know, about it. Yeah, no, it definitely does. And what I love as well is, you know, I'm always trying to find social media content. Like I am trying so hard to promote the book and, you know, get people to hear about it and just read it. And I'm just, I'd be going in and I'll flick to a page and I'll put a quote up from this one particular page. And it's just like, when I read it back, I'm like, 
you know, sometimes it doesn't even sound like me. I'm like, wow, I've really grown, you know, even since writing that, because it's just like, wow, like yeah. I really did that, you know, That's and it's something to be proud of. Exactly. And I can't, I, I just, you know, if I can go back and do it all over again, I think the only regret I have from doing the whole process of my book is I feel like I could have put more into it, but I always think as anybody, there's pro- if there's any author, the authors listening out there, like we all feel like that. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel like, you know, like putting posts to social media, you're kind of like, shit, like I could have put that a bit different or, you know, like mm-hmm. something like that. But it's one of those things where you, you do what you can and there's always a platform to do more, you yeah, know, and there's no limitation on us yeah absolutely so don't be too hard on yourself Brittany. how can folks uh, actually see your book get a copy of your book and you know visit your website and stuff where can they go yeah so um i'm on most social media platforms um i'm on facebook uh and instagram you can find both pages um by putting in resilience the autobiography um I'm on YouTube under the same name, Resilience, the autobiography. I haven't got too much on there, but I, I plan to do a lot of vlogging and, and stuff like that in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody wants a copy of my book, I mean, this is obviously like a worldwide platform. Mm-hmm. It's available in Barnes and Noble. It's available on Amazon. It's a, um, in the form of an ebook. You know, you can get it much anywhere, but you can also order it via my website which is www.resilience and autobiography. So that's A-N instead of- I got you. Yeah, um, and autobiography.com. And that's- I was gonna say, what's the author name in case people are just searching by author anywhere? Yeah, so if anybody wants to look up my name, it's Brittany McIntaggart. So B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y and then McIntaggart, a little bit of a tricky one. You're right, I was gonna say. (laughs) Is that Irish? It is. Yeah. It's my wife's last name. Yeah. It's M-C-E-N-T-E-G-G-A-R-T. But again, you might be easier if if some people just go onto your website. Your name was, yeah, I go onto the website or go to social media. And I, I don't know if I did, I'm assuming I did it probably linked my accounts to yourself. And, you know, if you want to put them up, you know, even it's just somebody to give me a follow. I don't expect people to buy the book, but even just a follow, a like, a share. Yeah, absolutely. the absolute world to me. It does indeed. Well, you'll see uh, Brittany's link in the show notes here. So if you weren't able to jot that down fast enough, just look in the show notes of this podcast and you can copy and paste her uh, link to her website. Um, other thing I want to you know chat with you about is now that you know this experience, um, you know, obviously has been a huge part of your life. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, you, you're writing, you know, you wrote a book with it. I'm curious, um, did this whole experience, um, you know, transition into any other either line of work for you or, or has your, you know, kind of, uh, you know, work world, um, remain the same, uh, or are you doing more things like you say, you know, about helping other people and so on? I mean, it's like, yeah. I, I still have all of my normal regular work of, you know, er- earning here and there, but I'm doing podcasts, you know, to help other people out. Um, and hopefully that that's doing something for folks, but you know, there's folks that have gone through traumas and experiences and they've d- decided, you know, well, 
that that enough of that crap and yeah and, and enough absolutely. enough of doing this job that i've hated too for 10 years and now they're, yeah. li they're a life coach you know and they're using their own experience for something like that i mean uh so i'm just curious if it had any changes in other parts of your life yeah so um uh, now to pay the bills i am and i do work i work on the weekends mm -hmm. but um I advocate all the time. And I mean, obviously, as you probably know yourself and anybody else out there, like, you know, that's that's a hit or a mess with a, yeah. as like of um, social media. Like I'm not the type of an influencer or anything. I mean, goal my one of my goals would be to be maybe like a life coach or something where I can do that kind of avenue. But, um, you know, at the minute, advocating is the massive, massive thing for me, posting mm -hmm. wherever and whenever I can. And also um, I've I'm starting it's in the works to do like um a clothing line to do with like resilience and quotes and stuff like that mm -hmm. and um also I want to take out I'm hoping to get this launched this year probably in the next two months or so they're going to be um available on my website social media it's going to be called um like find your resilience pack so it's going to be like a sub sub subscription box mm -hmm. but it's going to be you know um so like positivity quotes and, and, mm -hmm. you know, Al-Anon information and ACOA mm -hmm. information, domestic violence, the whole, it's mm -hmm. going to be just a little Sounds parcel like a great gift for positivity. People. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know, a little parcel of positivity, I, I guess is what you'd say. And it'll be completely affordable, just nice and cheap subscription box if people want to get it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to try and think of different ways to do it each month. But, um, you know, people keep saying to me, you need to start a podcast. I'm like, wait a minute now hold on a second i don't think i'm not like i don't think i'm qualified to do that yet but um, of course you are you're a person you're a human being there's no other qualification yeah. needed besides expressing yourself so you can Absolutely, definitely do it yeah uh, so you and, don't have a podcast uh, as of yet is that right no i don't have a podcast oh, okay. as of yet but i mean the amount of people who have said to me it is something i would like to do in the future and mm -hmm. um, you know definitely definitely because like I love talking to people and I love being able that is another way to reach people so absolutely in the future yeah but I'm working on these little bits and pieces just to try and keep the word out there and another thing people keep asking me is you're gonna write another book I'm like mm -hmm. give me five minutes guys please <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah I would actually I have a couple of ideas in my head of things I'd love to publish into books you know um survivors of domestic violence you know um just stuff like that that you don't ordinarily see but that massive amounts of people can contribute to and I would want it to be something I don't know if anybody's listening is familiar with like project semicolon um I was featured in their book that was released in 2017 2018 and it was a collaboration of all different stories you know I'd love to do something like that and have it to you know based on say domestic violence or um trauma survivors or something like that yeah there you go it's but, your um, next facebook group that you can start and people can you know send in their ideas exactly you can edit that down and turn into a book uh, to help all those that contribute that's what i'd love and yeah. i'd love to just be able to do something like that you know I, i'm constantly looking for like women's conferences and stuff like this is mm -hmm. big goals would just be advocate full-time maybe it's a life coach i'm supposed to be like looking into i'm not really mm -hmm. sure but i'm just looking for all different avenues of motivational well, I think, yeah, I it's great that you're just looking at different avenues because lots of times, you know, uh, when I'm talking to people on this show, you know, they recommend, you know, figuring out what it is you're really passionate about or what you would love to be doing and then mm -hmm. you know, focus on that and go after it. But, you know, you have to 
try stuff to see, you know, yeah. it's like dipping your toe in the water or taste testing, you know, different foods. It's like, you have to try different things in order to, to yeah. really know see what works. Yeah. See what works for you as a fit, you know, what, what we might have said as like our big dream. Uh, it might not be the thing that makes us happy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, testing a few other things um, along the way, I think is always good because it'll either, reinforce the decision you've already made because you're like no this isn't for me and that isn't for me so i'm going to keep going after my original goal um, yeah or you may find something that's really rewarding along the way and you know why not go after it's something the best thing ever yeah. yeah that's bringing you some some joy well what would you say for others out there who um you know want to you know, get their story out um, as part of their journaling or their catharsis. Um, and they have thought or wondered, like, maybe if I wrote a book about it, you know, I could finally get it out of me, or I could finally make yeah. it public or, you know, take the shame of it away or whatever, you know, their feelings are, or their reasons for doing it. Um, since you've done it, you've gone through that process of, uh, you know, consolidating all those thoughts and everything yeah. getting them into a book and getting it on sale on amazon and so on um what would your advice to people be who think well maybe i could do something like that maybe it would help me in my situation well my advice um first and foremost would be don't doubt yourself um you can do it and do not feel shame for anything that has ever happened to you mm -hmm. because it is not your fault 100%. I don't care what anybody says. Um, it is not your fault. Mm -hmm. You did the best that you could. Now you know better. So you do better. Mm -hmm. You know, um, don't be afraid. You know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in everybody's story is worth hearing. Maybe maybe you only had a couple of years of trauma. Okay, that's fine. But those couple of years, maybe they won't make a book, but they might make a Facebook group or a, you know, some sort of social media post that'll empower other people. My advice would be just to do it take a leap of faith and find your resilience and stay resilient because it's only really when you're out of the darkness do you kind of like you see the light for what it is and you can really appreciate life more you know and if there's anybody who happens to be listening that's in a situation where they really feel like you know they can't get out of you know um they can reach out to me just anonymously I'm maybe not anonymously on social media but you know, you will be kept anonymous. It's just somebody to talk to, you know, um, I just, I want to help people however I can. And I will do whatever I can to help people. If somebody needs advice, yeah. um, you know, about writing where to go, I'm oh, going to be doing all sorts of stuff like that on my YouTube channel and stuff. So mm. my advice would be just do it. Don't yeah. give up. Don't yeah. listen to the people who say that you can't do it. Because I know for so long I was told I was worthless, useless, I'm not going to do it, blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. you know what? I did believe that for a long time, but now I'm the other side of it. And I'm like, do you know what? You guys can go screw yourourselves because yeah, who's, who's, who, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like who's where now, do you know? Exactly. And um, that that's just the best, the best advice I have for anybody is just to find your resilience and stay resilient. So now you weren't a writer before, uh, I guess. I mean, although maybe, you, like you say, you always thought about that since you were young. Yeah. Um, but what was the process for you? I mean, how did you literally 
sit down and start to write the book? I mean, did you outline it out by chapters or did you just sit there and spew it all out and then try to organize <laughs> afterwards? Or did you work with an editor to help you with things? I mean, how, how did that process go? Because, you know, lots of people, you know, will say, well, I'd like to write a book, but then they're like, well, shit, what do I, how do I start now it? Now what do I do? I organize it or, <laughs> yeah. or whatever the hell, you know, just that part of it, you know, is stressful. <laughs> Thank you.